Welcome back, Westerners. Westerners. <laughs> Westerners, because we Westerners. live on the West. And uh, yeah. uh, I went to the Westerner on the weekend, on right. Friday. Yeah. And so now we're Westerners. Westerners. Yeah. How was the Westerner? It was fun. It was just like, it's not really my scene. I don't know. I'm not really a cowgirl by any means. I know I live on a farm, but it's really just not even, I don't know. I'm not about it. The the, the crowd there is wild. So well, I ended up on uh, the patio all night with uh, one of the girls that I work with and we just chit-chatted and it was fun. So I got to hang out with her, but a lot of my coworkers bailed. So it was like, oh, jerks. It's fine. I didn't really care. Didn't have the whole squad. Yeah. Pressure so. everyone into awkwardly dancing. Exactly. And everyone awkwardly dances together, and it's somewhat beautiful. Yeah, but it didn't happen that way. But not enough people. Not enough to people. To be able to start the movement. Exactly. And there was plenty of people dancing, just not in my group. So right. it was like, uh, next time we go out, let's not go here. It was fun the first time. Mm. It's, it's hard to dance when you got a little little bit of people. Yeah. Just because there's so many different dynamics happening at once when you go out. You know, there might be a, a group of friends there. They're all they're all having a good time. And then you're there with your buddy, you know, and you might like this girl, but this girl's out with her group of friends that like there's a guy in that group of friends that wants to be with her. You know, or vice versa, you know, there's a cute guy, but there's other girls fighting and you want to dance with them. But at the same time, another one catches their eye and there they go and. Just so many different things happening. And so if you get a small group and not a lot of people want to dance, Mm -hmm. it's hard to get anyone to dance at all. It's true. Well, especially when you're a fun sucker. (laughs) Especially when you're a fun sucker? Yeah. Well, you know, those people where it's like instead of dancing, they just like to stand there awkwardly and still try to make conversation. Oh, It's like, look, dude, are we in your living room right now? (laughs) Are we like trying to have a fun night? And some people, a fun night isn't dancing. Some people, a fun night is just that social interaction, you know? Yeah, they want to chat with other people, and then they never chat with other people. They always chat with the same people they always chat with. Yeah, totally. But yeah, that's what I did Friday night. But yeah, when you got more people, it's more like you can, you know, there's a more fun, loose sort of atmosphere where everyone can kind of have more fun together. Yeah, no, totally. But uh, yeah, um, we drank a little bit, and it was not fun. The drinking part, you know, what it's you like drink? uh vodka and seltzers. Oof. So I mean, it wasn't too bad on my stomach, but I could feel it the next day for sure. I was like, if it do not feel good, right? Do not. Yeah, and you went out too to the bars, not to the same bar, but to the bars. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, alcohol is rough on the old stomach there. Yeah, alcohol problems, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And a lack of sleep. Yeah, totally. Only got about three and a half yesterday. Then I got to sleep for an hour and a half sitting up. (laughs) (laughs) Because I don't want to, if my dog is asleep on me and I'm planning on going to sleep, I'll just sleep wherever my dog is. But once I fall asleep, my dog's like this guy fell asleep can't believe it and then he'll just leave me and i just wake up cold and awkward and he's over there just like nice and relaxed and it's like look what i do for you right you you won't do for me (laughs) you don't wake up to him moving though not him no 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 he wakes up to you moving oh yeah so maybe you have to be lighter on your feet just kidding it's kind of hard when his whole body is on my arm. I know. I'm just kidding. It's but fine. Yeah. But no, yeah, alcohol. That stuff is stuff stays in you for a while. It's right. Um, when it stops having the effect it has, it's just in there and just like, yeah. Mm. Just here to make you feel worse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> once you've hit that point, and then if you continue drinking, it's just like, um... Like, how much more drunk can you get, you know? Mm-hmm. And you can always be way more drunk. Way more. Yeah. But to me, I just can't handle it. Once I start uh, getting to that point, 
where I'm just like, I can barely walk, stand up straight. It's, it's like, dizzy. that's it. That's it. Cut me off. <laughs> and that's usually after like three drinks. <laughs> like, okay. Lightweight nowadays. In your prime. In my prime. Drinking career. How, how far could you go? Oh, I could go all night. I could just keep drinking. Well, yeah. I could just keep drinking all night. Oh, yeah. No, you probably still could. I, I don't know. I mean, I totally I could. Don't know. I don't know if you actually could. You might pass out. Yeah. I, I don't have the capability to be awake all the time. But if I started drinking early, I could probably last till at least midnight. It's pretty early for most drinkers. Yeah, but I would drink responsibly now. So it's like if I'm going to have a drink, I'll space them out. Yeah, I a drink responsibly bit. as well, and I think I'm over it. I'm over it. Uh, I'm over drinking. <laughs> Dylan says <laughs> as he had a, a half a, no, a fourth of a seltzer with his lunch today. That's right, people. <laughs> That's right, I did. Just wanted that carbonation. <laughs> Just needed something carbonated, and I didn't want another energy drink. Mm-hmm. I'd rather drink a fourth of a seltzer. Uh, yeah, but I'm over it. It wasn't that good. It's yeah. not exactly a beverage to sit down and enjoy these seltzer alcohols. Yeah, I just chuck them. Or, I mean, chug them. Yeah, well, that, em. well, when you're in a drinking mood, I mostly chug most of the stuff. But to sit down and enjoy one of those drinks, it's like, it's got to be pretty good, dude. The only ones I could possibly see is that apricot Hefeweizen. That one's cash money. Uh, a lime pilsner. Could enjoy one of those. Uh, yeah. yeah. Maybe Blue Moon. Maybe. Yeah. But to me now, it's like, if I'm going to drink a beer, uh, it's like I have to fast all day for it. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, it, it's it, like, it, it's, uh, it's just like drinking your whole carbs. Yeah, it's all For carbs. the whole day. Get a little tipsy, tipsy. Yeah, for no reason. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's fine. Yeah, your Drinking reason. was fun, but... I'm over it. Yeah, if your reason to drink is it's uh, Tuesday night, I don't know if that's the best reason. <laughs> yeah, it's never and the best reason. What's the difference between uh, Tuesday and Saturday? The days that follow. <laughs> you know, like Wednesday comes after Tuesday, and Saturday come or Sunday comes after Saturday. Uh huh. What's the difference between Sunday and Saturday? What's the real difference between the days of the week? There's not a huge difference. It's just... They're all the same day. Yeah. It's just how the work schedule usually goes. Right. Yeah. Right. I don't know what you wanted me to say there. <laughs> no, nothing. Just, you know, days of the week are an illusion. That's true. There's no such time's thing as a week. <laughs> yeah. The only time is now, you know? Uh-huh. Everything else. So let's is just drink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. YOLO. No, because I don't like the way I feel after. Yeah, you know? it's rough, man. I can smoke like as much as I want all day <laughs> the night before and be fine the next morning. Wake up at four in the morning, no problem. I drink and I can't fall asleep and I toss and turn and then no, I wake you, up throughout the night. And you don't want to wake up. And it's like, yeah. Oh, oh we just like, whoosh, awake. Uh, yeah. Time to hit the gym. Yeah, hangovers yeah. suck, man. The hangovers are like, dude, I want to stay in bed. I want to stay sitting down. We were so lazy yesterday. We just laid it out. I mean, we helped my dad uh, with the yard sale. Yeah, we still worked, but it just yeah. sucked a little bit more. Yeah. You know? It's like, oh, I do not feel good. I just want to lay down and die. Right. <laughs> I just want to lay down and sleep. Lay down and sleep. But yeah. That's the weekend for you guys. And uh, Yeah, you, you kids be careful with that alcohol out there. Yeah. It also alcohol also slows down your fat burning process. So if you're trying to lose weight, don't drink alcohol. Now does it slow down the fat burning process because of the carb intake? Um no. And it basically basically uses it as energy first? No. It just um because <clears throat> It has something to do with the way your body breaks down fat. If your body's breaking down fat and you drink alcohol, the body has to break down the alcohol first before it can restart breaking down fat, right? Does that make sense? 
So, so there's a lot stops. more science to it, but it stops burning your fat and makes you do a whole different process. And then yeah. from that process, you have to transition back into exactly a fat burning process. Exactly. Because your body can't do them both at the same time or you just die because your body would not uh, process out the alcohol and you just dead alcohol poisoning. I don't know if that's really the science, but yeah. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know I that I read that, but I don't know if I've ever had alcohol poisoning. I've I, been pretty drunk, but I don't know if I've ever had alcohol poisoning. I, you know, I don't know what that entails. I hear the word. I don't know. I don't know what that entails either, because it's like I've been really wasted, and uh, I'm still here. And I don't remember a time where I felt like I was probably going to die, but I know that it's always in the back of your head. Like, oh my yeah. gosh, I could not wake up. Is this it? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I've gotten so sick to the point where I just puke. But I think alcohol poisoning is if you just go to bed and you don't puke and then you had way too much in your system. Or I don't, I actually don't know. Yeah. I don't know. There's like something about the brain because it's a, it, you know, it's a, a depressed, yeah. You know, it's like I don't, I don't know exactly. You know, yeah. I don't know. You know, you know. That's how much we know. Have you ever Thank seen you. those videos of people who like chug a whole bottle of out of like liquor, like a whole handle of Jack or a whole bottle of vodka, and they could just have the ability just to chug the whole thing. No, you never seen someone do that. Mm-mm. Yeah, I imagine that that's alcohol poisoning. <laughs> That's probably it. Because it's like after like maybe five shots, I'm like, no more. And that's if I'm feeling like getting drunk tonight. Yeah. You know, if, I, if I'm if i not planning on getting drunk, but I want to get a little loose, two to three tops. Yeah, that's, that's how much I drank. I just had three shots and then one seltzer at the bar and two seltzers before the bar. And I was pretty toasted. Yeah, that's good. About six drinks. Yeah. I was yeah. like, uh, I can't drink anymore. Can I get a water? <laughs> you Need know. water. And kids, if you're going to do shots, you should just chase it with water. Kids, don't do shots. W- when we say kids, we mean 21 year I mean 21 year olds. They, they're kids to me. <laughs> right, you know? right, 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 right. No, they're kids to the, me. The, the few listeners of Questman Hour understand. <laughs> yeah. It's just fun to inflate the two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if you're going to take shots, just chase them with water. It just goes down better. Oh, It what? goes down I've better, and that. you'll hydrate yourself with while water. doing it. Oh, totally. I, I do it all, every hydrating time. hydrating yourself. Yeah, get a whole yeah. big glass of water. A whole big glass of water, take the shot, drink the water. It's seriously the best way to take shots. I don't know about, like, Jack and all that just shit that you guys drink. Well, that, but that's supposed vodka, to be a drink that you sip on, not really yeah. shoot. But well, people shoot it yeah, anyway. Whoever's shooting stuff just chase it with water don't do a soda you're just gonna dehydrate yourself more just hydrate drink them with water it's the best way to do it or if you're gonna have a mixed drink just get with soda water soda water there you go there you go more healthy options right a little carbonation for you yeah it's fine get a little lime it'll be delicious this delicious. is this is AA. We're talking about alcohol this episode. Mm-hmm. Thanks, thanks everyone for listening. Much appreciate you making it this far. Uh, yeah. So be da- be careful with that stuff. Be careful with it. Yeah, I I hadn't drank in like a whole month. Yeah. I didn't like it. Yeah, it uh, it uh, it's a it's a beast. Yeah. I felt like I was like slurring my words and like couldn't get them out. I was just like, oh, I hate this feeling. You know, I, I, you forget why you don't drink until you drink and then you're like, oh, this is why. The aftermath. Right. Totally. But yeah. it's good. Yeah. 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 It's a moderation. <laughs> moderation. That's the key, Anna. Yeah. Maybe just one or two. Well, yeah. So Dylan just was talking and then stopped. So that was your dead air for you. That's our dead air segment of the day brought to you by Anchor. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) On another note, Dylan fixed the garbage disposal. So that's pretty cool. That's right. 
We said we were going to do it, and it's about time we do what we say, right? Mm-hmm. It's about time. About time. Hey, all we have to do is say it on the podcast, and magically it happens. Except for Dylan reading 1984. Yeah, man, that is, <laughs> that, that is a battle in and of itself at this point. Yeah, but you'll get I'm there. Doing, I, 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 should I just call it a day on it? Should I just give the book back and then maybe try to read it again another day? Okay. Or never read it again. You're never going to pick it up. That's what I'm saying. Is should I just give it back at this point and at least try to read something? <laughs> I would say so. But... Well, because the whole point of it was to have like a nice intellectual discussion about it. Yeah, the whole point we of it was so that... we were all reading it together, but we all read it separately. So now that information isn't as fresh on your mind or Ashton's for that matter. And it's not even on my mind whatsoever at this point. Right. I mean, you can totally just skip it and we'll just uh, call it a loss for Dylan. That's a loss. But, I mean, if you want to read it, it's an okay book. It's not my favorite, so it's not like I would be upset if you didn't read it. Right, but I made you read it. (laughs) Y'all made me read it, and I was the first one to finish it. And now I'm just not reading it at all. Mm -hmm. How's that fair? But it's fine. It's fine. I'm... I'm smoking ya. I'm already another book in. I'm reading Broke Millennial. Now I'm uh, touching up on my finance skills, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. So, I mean, you can move past it. But I don't know what book you're going to move on to. I have a ton of books. I know, but what book would you move to? Uh, That's a good question. See? I know. I ask the good questions. Yeah. Do you? I do. I do. Yeah. Yeah, but I'd probably move on to No More Mr. Nice Guy or 12 Rules for Life. Hmm. And what's the 12 Rules for Life? What's that? It's a book by Jordan Peterson. Oh. I don't know who that is, but... Just a book about... uh, He's a psychologist who used to teach at Harvard. He just has a lot of things. It's like, uh, you know, 12 things to do in life that are... You know, good for you. I see. That would probably be good for you to read. Oh, yeah. 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 The first rule is stand up straight with your shoulders back. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. It's all about how your serotonin uh, receptors in your brain and uh, how your physical stance and posture uh, gets you prepared to go out into the world and will determine your interactions with people, just your. You know, and if you if you know if you if you have a stance that's like weak and kind of shy and not wanting to put anything in, then you know the result you get is the result you get. But mm-hmm. and so you know a way to a way to make yourself think about it consciously is just to make sure that you're putting yourself you got, you got good body language. You want to be a part of stuff. You know you want things to go the best for you. So you carry yourself in the best way you can so that that opportunity is more likely to present itself that makes sense yeah have you ever heard that quote where it's like uh luck is where uh preparation meets opportunity i don't think i've heard that quote it's a good one basically saying now it's like there's is no such thing as luck you know it's just more like the opportunity is always out there but for you to even be in the right state where you could even notice that that opportunity does lead to something, you have to be uh, in a state where you're ready for that opportunity, you know? Mm-hmm. Totally. So it's a good book. It's got a lot of good insight. He's a very smart guy. I would believe it. Oh, yeah. Well, that's cool. Oh, yeah. Dude. You should read that one. Yeah, I listened to uh, one of his uh, episodes he has on YouTube. He just basically... Uh, filmed his lectures he did in class and put them up on YouTube, right? So, you know, you can go listen to a teacher's lecture on YouTube without having to step foot on a school, you know? Right. And it was titled Slaying the Dragon Within Us. Mm-hmm. And what dragons are and what they represent. And uh, he tells a story about how um, there's a dragon growing in a house and uh, there's this little kid and he goes... He goes, Mommy, look at the dragon. And 
the parent obviously says there's no such thing as dragons, right? Mm -hmm. And so eventually the dragon gets to the point where it's so out of control that there's nothing you can do about it. And then it shrinks back down to size. And it's a small dragon if you notice that it's a dragon. And replace dragon with the problem in your mm -hmm. life, right? Right. There's a problem, but you can't acknowledge that it's a problem. You won't acknowledge it's a problem until it's the whole problem. Until it's nothing but the problem. You know, but if you can recognize the problem when it's small and take care of it at that point, it can't. It won't become a big dragon. That makes sense. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, he's sort of a he's a he's a philosophical psychologist. Oh, how did you hear about him? Um, I don't know. He's one of those figures I discovered after the uh, 2016 election. Oh, okay. When I was shocked that Trump won, and I started investigating into why. Okay. And so, you know, to discuss, you know, to be able to look into your own politics or ideologies for a reason where it's like, you know, how come our message isn't the one that won? You know, you start to figure out what your whole, what the whole structure of your certain I <coughs> beliefs or ideas are made out of. And he was one of those figures that popped up and he just talked in a way that I really understood. Mm -hmm. You know, a very complicated yet simple way of thinking. And so I liked what he was saying and I bought his book. So how long ago did you buy that book? Oh, that book? I bought mm -hmm. maybe two years ago. Two years ago. And have you ever picked it up to read it? Or? Yeah, yeah. I read some of it, but then I think I started reading the game. And that one just sort of like, I was able to finish that one completely. I see. And then I haven't picked it up since, but I got, I think I read a few. Because there's like a couple chapters that I kind of skipped over because there's one that's like, don't let your kids do things you don't like. Right. You know, which is probably still a good read for an individual, but I didn't have any kids, so I like skipped that chapter. Well, yeah. Classic. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just like, yeah, good advice. Yeah. <laughs> Thank I think you. I get the gist from that sentence. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to do a deep dive. You know, if I was a parent, it might be a little bit more interesting. Right. But you're not, so. No. Why take the time? Oh, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, he's, 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 he's a really smart guy. <gasps> he makes me want to go to school. Hmm. If you were to go to school, what would you go to school for? Uh... Uh, writing and finance. That's good. That'd be a good career. Yeah, just figure out uh, all the wealth systems and how to how to become a part of them, uh, right. and how to operate within them, and then at the same time developing more skills to be able to uh, put more uh, pen to pad and be able to make you know stories, you know, write books, you know, mm -hmm. do something with that expand your vocabulary yeah and even expand but you know and there are also skills to expand you know my own sort of life you know totally. I've, i always want to read to write in a journal but i never do you know like like at the end of the night just write a little bit you know just because you know if someone really wants to know it would be so nice just to have those stories just you know them. written down especially if you write them down on the day then you have a much better memory of what happened on the day and you know, how, how you felt about it rather than trying to remember it in a story like a year later. Yeah. And if you can go and, you know, to be able to go back and read on your own life, you might might be able to find a couple things or two to a common theme throughout the whole thing. Right. Right. So to develop those skills and then, you know, be able to make a little dough make a little, little money dough. in the finances yeah that would be fun yeah i'd either pick that book up or i have a couple other ones i have maybe a couple more books on i have a I have one called save the cat it's a screenwriting book basically helps you write your own screenplay mm -hmm. and the idea is to put the cat in like the most dangerous spot as possible but you always have to figure out a way to save the cat Right. You know, you can't kill the cat, you know? You can't kill your own story. No, totally. That makes sense. 
gotta save save the person in it (laughs) save your writing and it's kind of a small book so you know if i finish that rather quickly it's like oh i already read a book this month Yeah, and then we'll start again next month. And then I'll month. be like, yeah, and I'm at five books. And you're like, yeah, but they're all 15-page books. <laughs> exactly. You betcha. Yeah, you betcha. I'll call you out on it. You bet. Of course. But yeah, I got books to read. I just, you know. Yeah, the thing that's helped me the most is I always bring the book with me. So it's like if I'm waiting somewhere instead of playing on my phone, I'm just reading a book. Um, I found... I noticed that people at the dentist's office, like some people come prepared with a book, you know? And so like, I was like, oh, I should just do that. Cause you know, I wait all the time. Yeah. Anytime I'm waiting. Kill 10 minutes. You know, how much can you really get done on your phone in 10 minutes compared to, you know, helping you along with the book you're trying to read. Exactly. Yeah. So that's, what's really helped me keep it underneath the seat in my car. You know, it's always with me take a break mm-hmm. and then you go outside and you hop on your phone and you're like wait i'm on my break yeah i'm on my break is <laughs> this really know. what i want to do on my break is hop into my phone no that's not a break that's more like checking up like who do i need to answer you know it's more it's your own work it's mm-hmm. your own busy work your book is your release exactly forget about everything except the words on the page plus i like to learn so it's like nice to read books that help you figure out your life and figure out help you need neat ticks, tips and tricks yeah when uh when gib was over the last night and he was talking about how his kid read the whole harry potter series in a year and mm-hmm. i'm just thinking back to when i was a kid and it's like man you know adults these days can't read as well as children yeah they can't they cannot yeah no no totally and and the thing is we all think we can we all, you know, I, you know, before I had heard that statement, you know, if you told me, you know, you, you can't read better than a little kid, I'd have been like, shut up. Yes, I can. But in actuality, uh, no, I can't. And <coughs> no, I don't. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you think about it, they have actual um, summer going on and they only go to school for five hours and. You know, and they they don't have much to do. So if, like, the parent is diligent and just like, yeah, you got to read these books, then they'll read them because they got nothing else to do. Plus, it's, like, fun when you're a kid, you know? So you're just, like, living in la-la land. I used to love reading books that were uh, full of stories and fun stuff, and now I just don't find the joy in it. That's the thing. I hope I can refine that joy once I stop. Once I stop reading the books for information and start reading a, a story. You know, I don't know the next time I'm gonna read a storybook, like 1984. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, everyone's got their thing. I liked storybooks because it was like. I don't know. It was like they were always page turners. You know, you just want to know what happened in the story. Yeah. Now I like stuff that teaches me stuff because that I'm not in you school. With your story. Yeah. Because I'm not in school anymore. And so it's like I, I just get to pick the books that I want to read and I don't have to read these ones that maybe might help me in my life, but they're not written towards that. They're more just written for you to enjoy right? rather than teach you something. So I feel like my time is better spent on books that help me learn. Well, there's a lot to say from learning through someone else's experience, too, which is the one learning thing you can take away from storybook. And I really like those books that are written that are like autobiographies or just like biographies where it tells their story. Those are really fun, too, because they do always you always come away with something. Um, I'm more talking about... uh, is it is it fiction books? Are they called fiction? The ones that fictional are fake stories. stories. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're talking about more fiction, like Harry Potter and Judy Bloom, and mm-hmm. <laughs> just like little kids' books. Because I wouldn't pick one of those up right now to read. Wouldn't help me, me either. Wouldn't serve any purpose. But yeah, that's that's yeah. a nerd on the block for you. Now, do things have purpose, or do you derive purpose out of things? 
you derive purpose out of things for sure. I have that same sort of feeling myself. Yeah, because things don't really mean anything. But they all have the potential for meaning based on the meaning that you give them. Exactly. And so I guess meaning is more, it's more how you're reflecting the world onto the item rather than how the item's reflecting the world onto you. Exactly. There you go. And uh, if you say something doesn't mean anything to you and you really mean it, then it doesn't mean anything. Right. And if you give something purpose, then it has a purpose. You know? And I think that's kind of neat because, like, you can find something that doesn't mean anything to someone else and it can mean the world to you. Right. You might have something that's sentimental. Yeah. And the reason things are sentimental isn't because of the thing itself. It's because of what the thing means to you. Exactly. It's pretty neat. Well, yeah, because it's like, you know, it's like family heirlooms. Yeah. You know, your your grandmother's wedding ring or... Do you have any family heirlooms in your family? Um, If I do, I don't know where they are. Mm, fair enough. I don't think... Oh, we might have a little bit. We have uh, my grandma's china. Uh-huh. that she brought over from England. So we have that, but that's the only thing that I know that's like been in my family. Right. You know, everything else is just a mystery. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess I have a couple of heirlooms of just, you know, I have my uh, grandmother's jewelry boxes, which don't mean anything to anyone except for us. You know? Right, yeah. You know, I might even use it for different purposes. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's more just because it was given to you by your grandma. Well, left for me. Left I'm for you. Grandma. Yeah, that you knew what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's other stuff too that I, I'll probably want. You know, but at this point in time. Oh, totally. you know, I haven't put the meaning to the object yet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. When I was younger, I used to have a little box that I had made in wood shop. You know, you make the boxes, they teach you how to sand and do art on the top, all that good jazz. And I would put just like stupid little things that I would get from my friends or whatever, like notes or like there was this one time we bought gummy bears and one of the gummy bears was like melted together. And so it was like four different gummy bears all melted into (laughs) one. And I kept that in my box the whole school year. Yeah, it was just a giant gummy bear. It was awesome. Shut up. I'm serious. You just kept, I kept adding it, to it. Just kept adding just like stupid <laughs> little things. They didn't mean anything to anyone but me. You know? And I was like, I just want to put this in here. So I remember this day and I remember this day and I remember this day. And the whole reason I made the box was to put stuff in it. And so I'm doing it for the box because the box is, you know, for me. Exactly. And you're just, it was like that first little feeling I'm doing something for you. You know, yeah. you didn't even care what was in the box. You know, you had gummy bears <laughs> melting together, you know. But yeah. the fact that you were using the box. Yeah, it was my box. It was my panda box. It was awesome. Yeah, I mean, you made it in one shop class. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was and so, something. Yeah, it was just had stupid little things. They were just stupid. Didn't mean anything. But that's how much things can mean to people. To keep it so long, you're just like, oh, this could go moldy. <laughs> right. Uh, but do they does. mold? I don't think so. I don't know where that box is now, though. That's the thing. Well, I think it had that meaning at that one time. Yeah, no and... longer has that meaning. Except for if I did find it, I would love the shit out of that box. I said the S word. Oh, well. Oh, well. Oh, well. Is that the first swear? I think so. But I don't know. I almost swore. Every time... We always say, is that the first swear? It's always like we have already sworn like three times Perhaps, in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, maybe. I don't know. That's the first time I noticed it. That, well, I've been, I, I almost swore a few times, but I was able to hold it back. Mm-hmm. Very well done. Yeah. Except I have a swear in the joke of the day. So oh, that one nuts. won't count. Yeah, that That's okay. Won't count. Uh, yeah, that one's not a slip. Turn up. down your volume. <laughs> Yeah, this is this is a PG thirteen. Mm-hmm. It only has one F word. Well, do you want to say it since we're on this subject? Uh, yeah, I guess I guess we could go into it. Why not? Uh, how do you say "fuck you" in Los Angeles? How? Trust me. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. And to a certain extent, when people do say that, they're basically saying, you know, screw you and what you think about the situation and just trust me. Trust me. Yeah. And at the same time, it's like, ah, no. No. How about that? <laughs> How do you like them apples? Right. Yeah. That's funny. Kind of. I don't live in Los Angeles. <laughs> trust me. Mm-hmm. I believe you. Well, you know, just, just think about it. Mm-hmm. Just think about it. Oh, I've thought about it. How many people have said the words trust me when that's not really what they meant? They meant, I need to use you. Yeah, no, totally. I get it. I get it. Ha 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 ha, joke of the day. Ha <laughs> good joke. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, there's hot peppers growing in the garden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, there's hot peppers and they're turning red and I'm really excited about it. So I picked a couple, but yeah, they are hot. Yeah, grow a garden. Grow a garden. Get off social media. It's gardening season plus canning season. So it's like, we're going to be canning some tomatoes here soon. I'm so excited. Kaisen was able to sell some vegetables today at the yard sale. Oh, they're buyable. They're buyable, yeah. He was selling the tomatoes, two for a dollar. He said he sold a couple of those. And I didn't ever follow up with him, but I will find out how many more he sold. He had a bunch of cucumbers, eggplant. It was awesome. Yeah. And, uh, yep. Yeah, he, uh, how old is Kaisen now? He is, what year is it? 2021. He's nine. So he's nine years old, and I, uh, he had his toys out there for the yard sale, and one of them was a Nerf gun that had bullets loaded in it, and so I shot it at him, <laughs> because, you know. That's what you do? And he's nine, you mm-hmm. know? He's at that age where you can do that without them going. <laughs> yeah, they just sort of have to take the fact that you're, you know, bullying Yeah, it's a Nerf a gun. Bit. Yeah, it's That's a Nerf Get over for. it, baby. That's what they're made for. Right, and he didn't even when i shot him with it so he's he knows what's up yeah but i was like wow there's already bullets in it and he goes yeah that's why it's five dollars <laughs> <laughs> yeah duh. and it's like <laughs> duh come on that's yeah why it's five dollars it comes with bullets already loaded <laughs> already loaded and that's why i'm charging five <laughs> i loaded those bullets <laughs> i'm getting awesome. five out of it <laughs> no totally. and it's like how old are you nine <laughs> i know he's brilliant <laughs> oh yeah he's working that thing Oh, yeah. I'm going to make some lemonade to sell. He was making fresh lemonade. (laughs) Yeah, totally. And you're going to get them. Heck yeah. Well, he knows how to earn his money, so he's good. He's a good little kid. It's a good lesson to have at nine. Mm -hmm. You know, most nine year olds are spoiled brats. Yeah. He made lemonade out of fresh lemons and water and sugar. Yeah. Fresh lemonade. More sugar and lemon. Yeah, it did. But it it was pretty good for. A little kid making it, you know? It's like, Mm -hmm. this is the lemonade grown-ups would make because we don't want as much sugar in the lemonade. This isn't lemonade that you sell. Right. You know, you got to sell that good, good. That Mm -hmm. good stuff where they just chug the whole thing and then they're like, I want another one. Here's another 50 cents, you know? Yeah, you got to make good lemonade if you want to make the sales. Yeah, this is good lemonade for me in Canada. I'd take this home and I'd drink that whole pot without adding a single more drop of sugar. I know. But if I bought that at a lemonade stand, I would not buy another cup. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. And so that we're trying to make money with the lemonade stand. You pack that sugar. He, you pack that sugar. They're yeah. eating the sugar. That's all on them. He only uh, he only ends up selling two cups out of that whole thing. It, so it's like two cups is two cups. Now he has lemonade for himself to drink. Right. Everyone you know, else drink it. It's a win-win. It. Yeah. And it's the super sugary stuff because you're trying to sell it. So it's like score, score. It's oh, like no. taking the home product. <laughs> oh, totally. Yeah. Plus, it was cute because I went out there to the garden to pull some weeds, and uh, he was out there just with a box, with a cardboard box. And I was like, "What are you doing?" And he was like, "I need to get some garden stuff to sell at the yard sale." And I was like, "Oh, that's sweet. Here, I'll help you." You know, pulled a bunch of cucumbers for him, and just like was being like, "Hey, I'm gonna throw this to you," and he'd like catch it. I'm like, "You are you are good at catching things. I don't know." You gotta you know? throw stuff at him. <laughs> yeah, I'm like you should play sports, but he just really doesn't. 
because I want to, I guess. I don't know. I'm like, ah, I want him to play sports. Oh, he's just going to find his sport. Yeah. Who knows what Who knows? it could be. You know, maybe you got yourself a golfer. Maybe. Maybe he's a tennis player. Ooh, that would be great. You never know. I, I don't think so. I've seen him play pickleball. He's not very good. Uh, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, you ready for the quote of the day? I'm ready. This is by John Burroughs. Mm-hmm. A somebody was once a nobody who wanted to and did. That's true. Very true. Just remember that, you know. Yeah, every time you're doubting yourself. And you and you feel jealous of that somebody that you know. At one point, that they were a nobody. They were a nobody. All of them. Mm-hmm. Everyone that ever lived is always a nobody because nobody's important until... Do you know what? You're important. Yeah. There are those figures throughout mm-hmm. history that are of great importance to people mm-hmm. that at one point just decided to do what they did and this is how they're remembered. Mm-hmm. Now, would you rather be praised during your life or praised during your death? Praised during my life. Probably. I think I'd rather be praised. After All the time. <laughs> Just be praised. Just period. Praise. End of story. End of story. Thank you. Good one. Really? Yeah. I mean. I don't know. I just think, you know, I feel like I would have left the world with more good. Well, you can still be praised while you're alive and also praised while you're dead. Uh, but were that was those that the, options the options that I gave to that you? That wasn't Kiana. the option. You can change the question, too. No, you know? no, no. <laughs> Is that no. what you're saying? You're always trying to start an argument. What? You changed my question and then I'm said... I'm not changing the question. I never said the que- I never said I was changing the question. I said that you can be praised. You you negated the question by saying you can be both. You can you can be praised after you're dead. Like there's not one or the other. But in my answer, I feel like being praised while I'm alive is what's going to help me keep going, like keep wanting to do good. And, you know, because mm-hmm. that it's that, you know, even something as small as like losing weight when people are like, oh, you look good. It's like gives me that motivation to keep going, you know. So I feel like if I was praised in real life for like the stuff I was doing, then I just want to keep doing it. Whereas if I'm only ever going to get praised for when I'm, when I'm dead, like what's going to just, you know, what's going to feed that fire? Uh, the fact that what you did was so praiseworthy that even after your death, people will still talk about it and discuss it. You know, just sort of like the imprint you left was just a little bit, a little bit stronger even it's it's even it's more strong the fact that you're not here to push it because so many people will back it up right you know and mm-hmm. to an extent you can't you can't have that without having a praiseful life right you know but i think but that uh, wasn't the question exactly can you see my frustration that wasn't the question you see how I'd... i was just trying to help answer it <laughs> by answering a different question. I was I answered the question. By you Yeah, yeah, I know you totally did. No sweat. Mhm. Yeah, no sweat. It's Dylan's dripping sweat over there. Well, it's like, you know, Vincent van Gogh, one of the most famous painters ever, right? Mhm. At the time he was a painter, he wasn't what he is today. Right. You know, and he didn't even know it. And, you know, and that sort of adds to the reason why everyone likes this stuff, you know. It's more like this guy wasn't a famous artist. Or he was, he he is, but just he didn't know that. Right. You know, so it sort of makes the art <clears throat> not tainted with praise. I guess it really just depends on what you're being <clears throat> praised for. Oh, totally. Well, you know, you can be, you know, people can praise people that you don't even think are praiseworthy, you know. Mm-hmm. Cardi oh, B. <laughs> I doubt she'll be praised after 40. No. No, totally. <laughs> she's getting praised right now. But I don't think she's praiseworthy. You know? She's not going to be praiseworthy after she's gone. She might. And who cares? Yeah, who cares? You know? It's like the only reason 
you really know of her is because of all the controversy that people have attached to her, which is just a new level, of, new form of marketing, everyone. Guess what? I got you. Got you again. It's just an ad. It's crazy. It's a big show, and you played your part, <laughs> and you gave them the money and the attention and everything they needed to make money off of you. It's just marketing. That's all it is in PC the world. PC culture is just, it's just marketing. Veganism, just marketing. Meat eating, just marketing. You know, and everyone finds what works for them. And that's fine. But that's why it's all a mess. <laughs> it's because none of us know what's really going on. We're just trying to do the best with what we got. Totally. That's how you should live your life. Just do the best with what you got. Yeah, and grow a garden. And grow a garden. They're, they're you know, like they just need a little <laughs> TLC and you can do it, you know. Anyone can do it. Use those scrolling fingers to, you know, pull some weeds. <laughs> no, seriously, it'll get your wrist so much stronger. And you're, uh, hopefully, you're not as sensitive as I am, apparently. Because every time I go to the garden, I always get itchy and my arms get all scratched up. Like, I don't even know how I do it. I don't even know what it is. But it's worth it. But it's worth it. Because and, it makes me stronger. And you can have those sort of metaphors in your life without having it to come from... For, for not having to have it derived from a social dynamic or a work dynamic or a relationship dynamic or yeah you know those plants are freaking sassy out there okay so you don't need any other interaction yeah and they bug you when you try to go pick it pick the food from them they're poking you and itching you making you irritated yeah in a in a way where you know if you were walking through just a field you'd be like i gotta get out of here but you know you're getting these delicious vegetables out of them. Yeah. So you know? it's worth it. <sighs> oh, it's so, so worth it. It's, so, it's worth so good, you know. So good. I've been stuck on these fried green tomatoes. Every time I go out there, I'm just like, let's make some fried green tomatoes. Look at them. So juicy and <laughs> plump. They're so juicy. I'm just going to have to do runs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And a lot of the, uh, fr the green tomatoes that I thought I saw on Friday. They've all turned red now, so I was like, dang it, dang it. I'm running out of time. Enough. Yeah, I'm running out of time. I'm going to miss the so, green tomatoes. I pulled some more again today. I made some more for my mom because I was like, we got to keep making them because yeah. they're well, delicious. I'm 100% down for them. All I know. Them. Oh, my gosh. They're so good. It's so crazy. And it's just <laughs> flour and water. <laughs> really? It's literally just flour and water and seasoning. That's it. Delicious. It's the green tomato that makes it. It's not even the breading. It's just... The way that the green tomato gets cooked. It melts in your mouth. It just melts in your mouth. It's so good. Dylan decided to eat a uh, sweet tart rope. Oh, you're right. Those are actually really noisy in the microphone. <laughs> they are only if you keep your mouth open. Yeah. And those are hard to eat without. Anyway. But yeah, so. A sweet. It's a good it's time. It's a sweet tart rope sponsored segment. It is. I wish. Mm, I'd love some sweet tart robes. Exactly. Let's get sponsored by sweet tart robes. I'll show you. You'd never now. stop eating them, dude. Yeah, but that's my point. That's my sales angle to the sweet tarts mm -hmm. people. I know. I'll stay in shape. You know, I'll just keep losing weight because I can eat whatever I want and just keep losing weight. Mm -hmm. I lost another five pounds and I've just been eating like garbage. Yeah. So, you know, I'll eat the sweet tart robes and be like, see, you can still eat these and live a healthy lifestyle. <laughs> Yeah, but it doesn't work that way for everyone. It only works that way I'm for you. I'm saying, I'm here, You're a jackass. I'm here. <laughs> you see, you said it again. I said it, but you know what? I can't you help it. You weigh less than me, bro. I know, but that's not for lack of trying. Yeah, but you've lost more weight than me. You're way better at losing weight than I am. I know. You're way better at it. Knock it off. I know. It's just frustrating because I want to be able to eat whatever I want. I pretty much do, but it's like... You'll get there. Uh, it's frustrating, but it's fine. It's fine. I'll just continue doing what I'm doing. You just Keep making those You gotta get treats. yourself down to that point where, you know... Well, I just don't know... You're tip-top shape, and how you eat might fluctuate your weight maybe five pounds as long as you return back to healthy yeah. eating. I just have to get to a point where I just want to maintain instead of lose. And yeah, I don't know. That's a great way to phrase it. Yeah. And I don't know what uh, weight that's going to be because I don't, I've never been that weight, you know? So I don't you. know how my body's going to look when I get to that point because I'm more about the look of my body than the weight. 
you know? No, absolutely. It's not about numbers. It's more just about how I feel and, you know, the way it's, I'm part of that. What is that club? The Look Good Naked Club? L-G-N. I think that's what it is. That's the thing, huh? It is. L-G-N-C. Apparently. Look Good Naked Club? Look Good Naked Club? Well, add me to that club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's just what I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be at that point and, uh. Well, you just want to be in that optimum fit level. I don't know level. where that's going to be. So you can keep that body for as long as possible. In a way that, you know, you can have fun and utilize it. Yeah. You know, because, yeah. But, I mean, we spent some time looking at some pictures over the week. Oh, and, boy. Uh, I've only lost 40 pounds in, in three years. You know, that's maybe, you know, 12, 13 pounds a year. Okay. All right. That's fair enough. And then, you know, you, on the other hand... How how much how much weight do you think if you were to spread it out yearly? Uh, I know. Yearly? Like what, twenty? Probably either twenty or twenty five. That's because you do the dieting. Yeah. You know. If I did the dieting, you know, at this point I would do something to add on weight, you know. Yeah, add on weight. Which is muscle. kind of the place I wanna be. I want to be at that point where it's like, okay, I can start, you know, eating more food than I usually eat. Try to gain mm-hmm. muscle weight. You know, but if I stopped working out and started going to Wendy's and Taco Bell <laughs> and McDonald's all the time and just started pounding it? sodas, you betcha I gained you that betcha. weight in a heartbeat. I don't eat that bad. <laughs> yeah. You well, mostly because really I can't afford it. <laughs> I know. I don't know who can. Well, actually, I do know. The people who just don't care, they just li- living paycheck to paycheck, mm-hmm. not caring about their future and just like buying you, you all sorts of to, crap to comfort to, them. Yeah, to fill a void. All right. It's like, no, don't do that. Food is meant for fuel. That's what you have to keep telling yourself. It's meant right. for fuel, not for. And, but I still can't stop enjoying it. You know. Oh well, you can enjoy food. You can enjoy lots of food. Right, but could you imagine if you used it purely for fuel, the sort of food you would eat, and how healthy and how good of was, fuel you'd put into your Oh tank, my gosh, you know? Dylan, when I was running all the time, I would say that to myself like every day, and that was when I was seriously so strict. It was not even funny. Like I wouldn't even eat any any sweets, nothing. And that's where I want to be because that, that mindset and like the way your body feels, you just wake up in the morning, no problems, no aches, no pains. It's like... When you use your body to, or when you feed your body, like, for fuel, you, you never felt better in your whole life. Maybe we'll do a, a fuel September. Fueled September. Well. So we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. When we get there. Yeah. We'll figure it out. I think I'm doing pretty good so far in August. I'm going to. Rain it back in because this weekend kind of threw me off with drinking and drinking. That's what happens, man. Yeah, <laughs> drinking and just trying to help myself feel better yesterday and and like uh, we're, uh, on a, uh, we're, uh, we're on a bender. So it's like Monday we'll be back to it. But you got to be careful with alcohol, kids. Yeah, it's got kids. You don't get how much it just fucks everything. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you gotta get your baddie, your baddie, your, your baddie, your, get your baddie back, get your body back in, back into fat burning mode, and and just feel good again. Yeah, Can't get wait. Get that poison out of you. Yeah, oh, it seriously has affected me. So, I mean, we we took naps yesterday and naps today. Yeah, yeah, I've been taking naps, but just because I'm like, I need, yeah, I need your to body's rest just now. like, what is this? We're yeah. trying to re repair ourselves, rehabilitate. Yeah. <laughs> Well, your body, the reason you have a hangover is because your body, like, gets, like, shocked into withdrawal, you know, because it's just so used to having that alcohol or whatever. I guess that's what I've looked into. And so it's, like, kind of like you're withdrawing from alcohol. Your body's just like, oh. Your body does immediate withdrawal to go through rather than. Yeah. And so that's why you don't feel good. And that's why some, some people affects differently than others. That's why some people chug a beer first thing in the morning when they wake up. Stop. Who does that? When I used to drink all the time, everyone used to do that just to get rid of the hangover. They just chug a beer. I'm not even playing. No way. Yeah, they just chug a beer first thing in the morning. I can't believe that. That's too heavy. 
first thing in the morning. It is. <laughs> it is. It totally is. But to get rid of a hangover, they'd do anything. I mean, I guess I've, I might have done that in Vegas, maybe. But, you know, a morning in Vegas is like two. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Because yeah. you were out all night. Yeah. Oh, man, that is. It's rough. Yeah. It's totally rough. And I'm like, I, I used to party like that. And when I would party like that, the next morning I'd try to drink, like, a Pedialyte, you know, the thing for little kids. Right. And those are supposed to be really good with hangovers. Mm-hmm. I'd do that, and it would make me puke every time. <laughs> but I'd always feel better after. Yeah, so always. You, you used it to throw up all them toxins. Yeah. But, yeah. Alcohol's bad, man. It's bad. <laughs> bad. And we have, like like 12 or 18 seltzers back in the fridge so it's like are we gonna drink those i don't know dude i don't know if i am uh, i don't know if i am either <clears throat> i guess we'll see what eight o'clock dylan feels and you know. eight o'clock tonight no just just normal day yeah daily. yeah no i can't see myself drinking them for the rest of this month at least and that they're taking I might so drink much room one with the dinner you know because when you drink with food at least you're digesting something else too you know yeah and plus, they're just seltzers, but still, it's like, oh, I don't even <laughs> like them. Right. Where's my Fresca? Yeah. Where's the Fresca? Where's the Coke Zero? Just actually just give me some water, you know? I'll be fine. You ready for the question of the day? Oh, yes. What's something you've tried but will never try again? Uh... <clears throat> That's a good question. So, something I've tried. Watching the movie Gone Girl. Isn't that a show? It's a movie. Oh. Yeah. I've never seen it. It's terrible. Yeah. I've never you watched tried it, it again. It's got a terrible ending. Yeah. Just something to get the juices flowing. Um, Give you time to think of something. I so. appreciate that. <sighs> Um, the uh, cucumber lime flavored Gatorade. Oh, that's terrible! I hate <laughs> that kind. It's so bad. Uh, I drank it so on accident because you know it's green Gatorade. So I figured, you know, it's either watermelon, kiwi, you know, or you know, a green apple. No, it's, it's got to be one of those cucumber. sweet flavors. No, it's cucumber lime. Oh, terrible! Oh, gross! Terrible. Shoot me in the face! Mm -hmm. It's gross. Yeah, you got that. Uh, yeah. Um, that stuff is really gross. I don't know. Something that I tried that I'll never try again. I Could be an action or activity or... I don't know. <clears throat> I'm reading the book 1984, I for probably example. will never try that again. <laughs> um, and I tried. I will not try again. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would probably never try... Um, growing pumpkins again. That's because you don't have to try too hard for them. <laughs> I can't even believe it. My dad bamboozled me. I know, right? It's he like if you wanted me. to do a pumpkin patch, we could have made a separate spot for these. But right now, these are just out these of control. Just, yeah, I'm like, I got to climb over them. I'm just stepping on them, not even caring about them because I'm pissed that they're there. And they're, they're taking over. in the way because they're yeah. ginormous. You know, because yeah. they're pumpkins, they're not peppers. Yeah, my dad was like, I didn't plant pumpkins. I just planted pumpkin squash. I'm like, what do you think a pumpkin is? <laughs> what do you think a pumpkin is? It's squash. It's part of the squash family. Pumpkin squash. Pu it's, it's pumpkin. Yeah. Yeah, don't try to get What do you think zucchini it? is? <clears throat> zucchini zucchini squash. squash. It's actually called summer squash. And yellow squash is yeah. known as squash. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, because that's... He bamboozled why, me. I probably will never grow eggplant again, really? though, too. Well, let's wait and see how this ratatouille goes. Because with the nice yellow squash we got and the zucchini and eggplant. Oh, dude, I'm so looking forward to it. Are you kidding me? Do you know how juicy these vegetables are? They're so juicy that I don't even want potato chips. No, I'd rather just eat like that thick zucchini. It's like a medium rare steak texture quality of, of a zucchini. And it just melts in your mouth like, oh. Are you kidding me right now? These are sensational. Yeah. But I probably will never uh, grow 
pumpkin for sure pumpkin and it probably won't grow as many eggplant because plenty of eggplant come on one yeah no for sure why for sure why dad why you why do we overdo it of eggplant. they have that overdo like, it gene yeah like yeah like wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute where did this come from did you know that uh eggplant like the green part of the eggplant is poisonous what do you mean it's poisonous. It's like you're not supposed to eat it. Just like the top of it? Mm-hmm. The, the top of it, the green part that comes down. Huh. You're not supposed to eat it because it's poisonous. Poisonous to animals, all that good jazz. I know. Whoa. Isn't that crazy? I had no idea. Yeah. That's the same with the uh, strawberry rhubarb, the leaves on strawberry yeah. rhubarb are poisonous too. That's weird, huh? Yeah. They'll make you sick. Plants so, are amazing. Yeah, they are. We had this watermelon plant that I thought was dead. Because it just, like, stopped growing. But I put this canopy over it to provide some shade for some peppers. And uh, it grew back. It started growing back. And now we have, like, flowers, which means the start of a watermelon growing, right? And if the bees pollinate it, then it will be a, wall a watermelon. So I'm really excited. And the earth is wild. Yeah. Thank you, bees. Thank you, bees. Oh, there were so many bees out in the garden today. I love the bees. I want to I hide. Is that weird? I want to hive. I, I would have said it was weird late, earlier, but, you know, if you have a hive and you got that fresh honey, dude, I, I'm all for it. I, you know, honey's expensive, <laughs> right? especially for the organic stuff, you know? I want to Our neighbors have bees. The ones that are right next door? Uh-huh. Or just uh, back, back by the trailers. They have, like, two things of bees. Yeah, but they never take care of it. Oh yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, they I know. they used to back in the day. No, it just kind of sits out there. Now it's just out there. I want to oh. see if they'll buy, they'll sell it to me. Seriously, be like, dude, just let me move that over. I'll take care of it. I'll clean out the honey. Yeah, I'll clean it all up, make it look brand new. Oh man, give it to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude, I'm all for it. Next spring. Next spring. Unless it's isn't it too late. You'll have about a month worth of bees, maybe two months before yeah, it gets too cold. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be worth it right now, but uh, I would want to get it before next spring because I would want right. to set it, it up and spring. Yeah, I mean, um, when I was talking to this guy that we bought uh, some stuff from, some seeds from seedlings, I guess is what they're called. He was telling me that he he had a hive that came with his house and. He fixed it up and you have to get bees, new bees every year because they die in the winter. But he said it's totally worth it. And just like ever since talking to him, I'm just like, that would be so wicked. Oh, it would be so That'd good be for wicked. the vegetables. They'd love yeah. you. Oh, man. It would be so much how fun. pretty it would look. Oh. Plus, you could also grow flowers and they'd all stay alive. Exactly. Make that garden look beautiful. Mm. We've got some sunflowers growing in the actual garden. We didn't plant any. They just... um or seeds left over from last year or something that like got into the ground and all of a sudden there are these tall sunflowers. They're like 10 foot tall sunflowers. They're Where? not regular ones. Well, you know, the ones that we had over by the house. Right. Well, we planted them in the garden last year. We didn't do them this year because they caused too much shade, but because they had already like lost their seeds um, at the end of the uh season last year mm -hmm. like some were just in the ground still Hilarious. So, yeah so we've got two grown in the garden so they're pretty cute they're not yet uh sunflowers but they're growing so they're about one's about to open so it'll be fun i love sunflowers yeah everyone grow yourself a garden grow yourself a garden that's the theme grow okay. a garden stop drinking alcohol yeah, we, we've done it. Another episode. Another episode. I have two last questions here for it because it's AA. How are your 12 steps going? I'm on step two. I've only done one run. You've only done one run? Yeah, 12 runs in August. Oh, is that's the right. 12 steps. 12 steps. I've only done one myself, so that means in the next three weeks I got to do... Do they have to be... Um trail no, runs no they just gotta be at least then i'm on step runs. three or step four i did three runs this week yeah because i did one on monday and then one on wednesday and then another one on 
So you only have eight left? Friday. Maybe I only ran twice. I don't know. I forget. Anyway, yeah. We'll just say I'm on step three. So I only remember two runs. I'll have to circle back. Anyway. Yeah, so you only have nine. So you have to do about three more a week. Three I more got, a week. I got to do four. I've only done one. Yeah, but good for you for getting out there and doing a run. That's great. That's how you do it. Great. You lost five pounds. That's great. <laughs> From that run. From that run only. Well, and you did something right. So The last question is, uh, did you clean your room today? No. Neither did I. I still have laundry that needs to be folded on the bed. Ooh, embarrassing. Yeah, and I just have to make my bed. Yesterday. Yeah. Ooh, embarrassing. I was going to fold it for you, but I was like, nah. I'm a big boy. Yeah, he'll At least get I it. think I, I, I traded doing the clothes for putting it in the garbage disposal. That's fair enough. Uh, round of applause for that. Whoa, whoa. It only took on us up. two moving long months, up. but we got it. We purchased the garbage disposal when? I don't know. I don't even remember. I don't even want to reveal that to the I world. I don't want to either. <laughs> there were spider webs on it. <laughs> we put it. We or we got it put in. Dylan put it in for me today. Whoop, whoop. After my subtle hint. <laughs> my, my subtle hint of, uh, you know. Uh, I said, what What are your plans today? And he goes, uh, nothing. I don't want any plans. And I was like, so just the garbage disposal, huh? Yeah. That was my hint. Yeah, Burge. He said, code word received. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty fun. You're pretty fun. I'm pretty fun to live with. It's fine. It's fine. I'm not a crazy person. Well. <laughs> don't. don't. I believe don't. that's something other people have to decide for you. Oh, okay. Sure. Fair enough. So, do we, like, respect each other yet? or? Oh, yeah. Oh. We love one another. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you.